Hello, I am Irene Jr. And I wanted to talk to you guys about God. Now, this is my first podcast. Yes, this is episode one, season one. Um, And I just wanted to say that this is not about me. It's about God. Usually, people talk about themselves and try to add God in later. But this is all for God because we're talking about God. When people have miracles, when people have things that happen to them, you know, they are not going to say that they did it on their own. Oh, it was just luck. They're going to say that it's God, hopefully. Um, But yeah, I just want to say hello. God bless you. Um, And yeah, so we're going to be talking about who is God. Now, I'm sure you guys have heard uh, God is a creator. Uh, God just is a big man in the sky that owns the universe. Uh, God is just some God that zaps people anytime he, uh, anytime they sin. But no, God is not that, you know, God's love is unfailing. God's love is unfailing conditional, unconditional, so there's no cure to the way he loves, loves you, and some people get it really wrong, because they end up hating God instead of loving God, but, I mean, God doesn't get mad, God doesn't get mad when you hate him, um, because he loves you, so when people say, I have God's love, do you have God's love? Are you sure you have God's love? Because God's love is unconditional. God loves God. God's love loves those who hate Him. When when you okay, let's say you got slapped on the cheek, uh, are you gonna slap them back? Or are you gonna turn the other cheek? God is going to turn the other cheek because He love. He's kind. Have you ever heard the song? His love is kind. His love is patient because his love is kind and patient. And he's going to fill your heart with so much joy. Um, and some people say, is it okay to believe in evolution? But, like, God doesn't tell us every detail of the origin of the universe. He didn't include a special, special features on the, the making of the universe on a DVD for us. But he does tell us that he created the heavens and the earth in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and Acts chapter 17, verse 24. And that he is Lord, King, and Master of the universe. If we believe God is real and his word is true, then we we believe that he created the world. Many Christians believe differently about just how or when God created everything. But the bottom line is that God created and his son Jesus Christ was there. God created everything through Christ. That also says that in Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 and through 16. And 16. And um yeah, so that's a little bit you've you know that's what I'm telling you. So I'm hoping that you guys understand a little bit about him. So, God loves you. Okay, so, 
God is going to keep you safe. Some people, some unbelievers, some atheists, um, they're usually scared, scared, not scared, but they don't believe in God because they don't believe in God because he, because they don't believe in God because he, he seems unreal. Imagine if somebody walked up to you and said, um, yeah, I'm God. Um, all your religion that you've listened to is, is fake. And, um, I mean, like, I'm God. And, I don't know, you are, uh, you were living a lie. Like, I'm your real creator. I'm the one who made you. What would you say? What? How would you feel? Like, somebody said that. I know that I would feel like, what? What's going on? Excuse me. Drop the call. Um, you thought I'm not I'm not believing that. So that's pretty much what happened with um God. You know, and it's even happening now. People still don't believe in God because it just seems so unrealistic. But some people don't know that what makes sense on earth doesn't make sense in heaven. When I ask God for wisdom, I'm like, God, give me wisdom. I want to take my first period in first period classes in um in heaven. I want to take my exams in heaven because the wisdom of this earth is foolish in heaven. Okay? And like when unbelievers or when people see they're gonna be like, oh wow, you're living your whole life by just a book. And just doing everything it says? Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, it's not just a book. It's God's word. And God's word is is everything you need at this point. Because God's word is what's going to save you from the hands of the wicked. God's word is what's going to keep you safe. Okay, let me tell you something. It is cycle. Chapter 3, verse 1 to 3, Ezekiel was told to eat a scroll, like several pieces of a notebook paper or like a Bible, and it tasted like honey. Boom. Well, I don't know what that tells to you, but to me, it says the, the word of God is like honey. It is so sweet and it's so refreshing. It fills you up with so much joy and refreshes you. So that's what it really said to me. Um, and... God, God loves you. God is, God is real. And some people don't know that. I'm not here to scare you. Neither am I here to lie to you. Because if I was lying to you, let me tell you, there are false prophets out there. Um, but again, we're not here to make you, I'm not here to make you scared or sad. I'm here to tell you that somebody loves you. And like God doesn't want you to suffer. Okay, let me. God doesn't want you to suffer. So let me tell you something. This is how like suffering affects us. Okay, suffering helps us when we turn to God for hope and strength. And when we ask important questions, we might not take time to think about normally. We let it get us ready to help. It, we let it get us ready to help others who suffer. We are open to be helped by others who are obeying God. It helps us to think about what 
Christ suffered on the cross for us. It helps us to think about the mo the amount of suffering in the world. Now, that's how suffering helps us. Uh, but this is how suffering hurts us. We become hardened and reject God. We refuse to ask any questions and miss some lessons that might be good for us. We let it make us self-centered and selfish. We don't let others help us. We think God is being unjust and perhaps lead others to reject him. We refuse to think about making any changes in our lives. So without God, you are suffering yourself. But sometimes suffering will help because after you do your suffering, you might just turn to God because you know that without him, your suffering is going to continue. So when are you going to stop suffering? You know, when are you going to stop hurting yourself and stop hardening your heart? So you really want to ask yourself that question. Hopefully it's now. Um, and, you know, with Corona going on, everybody is just just going ahead um, and following the government. Being, they're frightened. They're scared. Like, do you know how many plagues it took Pharaoh to be scared? took him 12 plagues. Let me tell you. He had 12 plagues. And us as Christians, one plague comes to us, which is corona, coronavirus, and we're shaking in our boots. We don't do church anymore. We're doing church at home. Church online now. Don't know what's going on, but I know I said with God. I serve a God that can do all things. I serve a God that can do all things. That has done all things for me. And I'm sorry if you guys hear some noises um, because that's my mic. But I, I, I serve a God that can do all things. I serve a God that has helped me through hard, thick, and thin. Like, the God I serve cannot be played with. Like, when somebody shames God's name. Um, yeah, who are you? Who are you to be talking about God like that? Like, you don't serve him. It's okay. Keep your mouth shut if you have nothing good to say about God. That's exactly how I feel. Um, but, again, now to get to the question, who is God is what people are asking. Well, let me tell you the God I serve. The God I serve talked to one of his servants, Moses, in a burning bush. And the, guess what? The bush, it didn't burn. Mm-hmm. And when when Joseph, in Genesis chapter 41, verse 16, when Joseph was, was trying to interpret um, there was dreams. He said, it's beyond my power to do this. Jo- Joseph replied, but God can tell you what your dream means. So Joseph said, it's beyond my power. I can't do this. Without God, you can't do anything. So when Joseph when Joseph said, it's beyond my power, I cannot do this. But God, 
the God I serve can tell you what your dream means. So Joseph said, I can't do this, but God can. So when are you going to stop serving false gods and living with in a broken spirit? Because the Lord said, He, the Lord said, He, He, He need He needs a broken spirit to to enter. He needs a broken spirit to enter. He needs a broken spirit to enter you. He needs to help you, you know? He needs a broken spirit to cure. Some people don't understand. The Lord said in Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19 through 20, the Lord will put in me a new spirit and turn my stone heart into flesh. He will be our God and we will be his people. So you see that he is going to put a new, he needs a broken spirit to put a new spirit in you. So he is going to put a new spirit in you and turn your stone heart into flesh. He will be your God and you will be his people. So you see that God wants you to be his people. You know, God is, God's jealousy is love. So when God is, God, when you're, when you're not giving, okay, when you're not giving your attention to God, yes, jealous, because he loves you so much. Okay, imagine, imagine if you were a child and you had a mom, and that mom you loved so much that gave birth to you, doesn't even want to talk to you. She says she hates you every day. God is the mom, you are the child, and you are saying that. Wait, God is the child and you are the mom and you are saying that you hate him. You are not helping yourself any bit. Let me tell you that. Again, I'm not here to scare you. But you need to know that this world was not meant for you. Some people are going to be like, what? Or how about how about the Lord made us... Um, the Lord made us and uh, he made Adam and Eve and the Lord made this world for us. Yes, he made this world for us, but when sin came, this world, this world was defiled. It wasn't for us anymore. So God's children, which are now coming into the earth, oh no, this is not for them. Because when God comes, he's going to give us eternal life in heaven with him. I just hope you guys learned something. I just hope you guys understood. And I just hope you guys want to be closer to God. Um, and God is not a man. God is not a man to lie. You see, God loves you and cares for you. And he is not going to lie about anything. His answer, his word is yes and amen. And some people don't, when someone says his word is yes and amen, some people don't understand. People are like, what? Excuse me? What are you talking about? This makes no sense. I'm sorry. And let me tell you, God, I serve. It says in Psalm 1, chapter 16, verse 7. 
People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. You see, people like to judge outside. The Lord looks at the heart. The Lord looks at the will you. So if you're not giving your will you to him, let's pray this prayer so you can give your will you to him. Oh, Lord, say this. Oh, Lord, I am sorry. Have mercy on me. Help me, oh, Lord. May I find my way back to your pasture. Lead me because I am a child of God. Have mercy on me, Lord. Let your love, unconditional love, overcome my judgment. Lord, you're my creator. I believe that you sent your one and only son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, to die on the cross for me and my sins. Have mercy and accept my praise. Thank you, God. Amen. In Jesus' name, you have prayed, I have prayed, and I hope you've learned something from this episode. And now you might as well know who God is. You know who God is. You do. He loves you. Let me tell you that. He loves you. He cares for you. And he wants you more than anything or anyone. Amen. See you guys later. And the next episode will be coming up. God bless.